Okay, good morning, Rabbi Daf Tes Amid Aleph. About uh, ten lines up from the bottom, the uh, Inlecha Kol Uma Uma. We're going to start with that. The first word on the line is Lavoi Vehish Aimrim Chilaf Advarim. So we had a Machlekes if the uh, sun is being weakened at the beginning of the day and the sun being weakened at the end of the day. Which one is the one that means that the Pranias are fast to come? Which one is the one that the Pranias are slow to come? And now we're up to the words Inlecha Kol Uma Uma Inlecha Kol Uma Uma. Shaloika she'in eloheha loke imar. There's not a single nation that when it does get afflicted in any way, that its angels, its ministering angels, do not get afflicted also. Shenemar uvechol elohim yitzrayim asheshvatim. For all the gods of Egypt, I will also do judgments. And therefore we see over there that when they were getting their uh, whooping, uh, the, their gods got it also. However, when Klai are doing the Ratzon Hashem, they do not have to be afraid of all these things. So says Hashem, to the ways of the Goyim you should not learn. And for the signs of heaven you should not be afraid. Because the uh, idol worshippers of the world are the ones who are afraid of such things. Of the Kacham Yechasu, the Ain Yisrael Yechasu, the nations of the world, idol worshippers, they're the ones who, ever, who have to be afraid. But we are not afraid. And we said before that um, even though the Pasuk doesn't clearly indicate it's only one is man, but if we said that these signs are signs for Klai so there has to be a sign that they are, there has to be a time that they are signs. So, you know, if we're not these signs are negative signs, it's something to be careful about. However, these signs are not a problem, you don't have to worry about it. Tanar Abana. is from them? From them. I go in Mehema, yeah, that was like Hame, those. Okay. Tanar there are four things that cause the sun to be weakened. that died and did not get a proper eulogy, and that lack of covered causes the sun to be weakened. And for a uh, betrothed young maiden um, who unfortunately was raped, and she screams out in the city, no one comes to her rescue. The Al Mishkov Zacher and for Mishkov Zacher, the Al Shnei Achin Shenishbach Damak Achas and for two brothers whose blood was spilled at once. And the Gemara continues, Uvishvil Arba Dvarim Ma'oros Lokin. So going back and uh, yeah. maybe we discussed it yesterday. Mechal might have asked, but I'm saying the 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 Chama really doesn't have as much to do with us as it does with the Goyim, right? It seems to be it's more a message for the Goyim than it is for us, right? Yeah. The only question is, is that, I know, this, it's a little bit of steer of what's giving messages to who, because like, you know, it, if, if you would open up this Gemara and jump down to this line, you would assume that the message is for us too, you know, about us as well, so, um, you know, I would, I would maybe venture to say that when the Gemara says before that when the sun is located, it's a message for the Gacham, and when the mood is located, it's a message for us, that it's almost like predominantly for them and predominantly for us, but not that there's no message at all for us. I mean, if, 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 if we have a sun too, then it's one of our celestial bodies as well, and it's, one, it's called Arma Oiros as well, and Osa Sashamayim, so there has to be some relevance to us as well. So that would be my hunch. That would be my hunch, how to, how to you know, answer what you're saying. Um, 
Um, Rashi interestingly writes on these four things that we just said. Lo shemati tamat bedavar. I never, I never heard a good reason. You know, Which is what you were saying yesterday, you were trying to find like something. Yeah. Well, see, he's going a step even further back. He's like, I don't even see why like these are the four things. Oh. I was trying to find a common denominator right. of them, right. but he's 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 writing. I don't even know the real reason for them even. Like, what's like the hmm. why these four things specifically? Right. Which kind of, which which kind of would go hand in hand with what I was saying is that you know there's some common thread like why these four and why do they go together and you know. Uh, why they're causing the sun to be locust specifically. I was thinking that Marasa, I mean, you still have other ripes. It's, you have killing, stealing, that, those are kayaks. Yeah. Particularly that, we're going to give you a bad sign. Yeah. <laughs> well said. Exactly. And it could be also, again, we're not saying that this, the sun being loca is a worse punishment than other punishments. It's a very specific punishment. You know, you do certain crimes, you get very specific punishments. So it could be this worst punishment you get for worse crimes. But for some reason, this specific crime causes the sun uh, to be set, set uh, to, to be weakened. There are four things that cause the uh, celestial bodies, this is a reference now to the moon and the stars, to be weakened. A kosve plaster. Kosiplaster are those who sign and write false documents. And for those who testify false testimony. So those who raise small animals in Eretz Yisrael, which Rashi said is a problem of the fact that they graze all over the place, end up stealing from other people's property, and therefore they made it not to raise behemadakas in Eretz Yisrael. Um, as a total, total aside, there is an official law in Eretz Yisrael, you're not allowed to have chazer uh, being raised in Eretz Yisrael. And um, the there's certain uh, secular kibbutzniks that so badly wanted to be able to do it, that they built platforms and they raised the uh, pigs on platforms above the ground, and that's like nothing like Yiddish a cup to have a you know luga lipol to have chazan eretz yisrael, but um, you know they, they call it basar levan, which is uh, very scary. Basar levan, which means the white meat. They don't call it you know chazir, and, and you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, in this day and age, there's plenty of Jewish kinderlach and eretz that don't even know what shema yisrael. And it's a very scary thing. That's why there's organizations like Shuvu and Leiv Lachim, etc. They're trying to save them, but um, you know it's hard to believe. But they're really, 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 really far off. Okay, Val Ilanos Tovos, and the final one is for those who cut down good trees. For those who cut down good trees, um, Rashi says Val Ilanos Tovos, three lines at the bottom. Afilu hein shalahen, even if it's their own trees. Shemashchisin hein benira kiboa timba kadosh baruch hu berchaso shemashpiel tuva. Why is it such a big deal? Because a kadosh baruch gives you a tree. Tree is like the epitome. It's the symbol of Hashem's blessings in this world. But you cutting it down, you're basically being boet. Boet means you're rejecting the tovas a kadosh baruch does for you. The brachas a kadosh baruch does for you, and that's why it's really a really bad thing to go ahead and cut down uh, trees that kadosh baruch has given to you as a gift. And uh, we're not making an entire shir out of this. Um, this is both halacha and uh, Kabbalistic, as they say, is Allah is very clear. You cannot cut down a fruit tree. It's based on a Pasuk uh, in Parsha Shoftim, I believe. Uh, Parsha Kisava, I believe. That talks about going out to war and not cutting down fruit, fruit trees, etc. However, um, it's well known that Behuda Hassan and Sava mentioned there's a kind of there's a danger to cut down a fruit tree. And for that reason, many poskim are extremely machmer on this topic. And uh, if it would be just because of the Torah, it's a, only a problem to do baltashkis of a fruit tree, which means there's no uh, productive reason. But if you need the wood for something productive, or if you need a place to build a sukkah, or it's damaging your property, whatever it is, then it'll be totally fine. But if there's none of those compelling reasons to cut it down, then uh, you know, that's when it's also. But once you add Behuda Hassan's sakana, uh, the poskim are a little bit of tizzy because they don't know exactly what the parameters are. When it comes to halacha, we have clear parameters. When it comes to sakana and kabbalah type things, we don't have clear parameters. And those post as great as very first who refuse to pass and shy about trees. 
there's like one area of halacha he doesn't touch. He's not one who cries for it, um, you know. And it's uh, there is a story that's well known of of a family uh, in in uh, that, that uh, many many people know that uh, they did cut down a fruit tree, and shortly thereafter, uh, they did have a calamity in their family. And people try to associate those two things. I'm, I'm not God; I don't know, uh, but something to be very careful about. And uh, again, these shalos do come up all the time, and certainly I, I get the shalos often when people buy new properties and they have one of those like berry bushes in their backyard and it's causing a huge mess or whatever it is, and they want to cut it down, especially because the fruits are not even edible, and then because of big shalos, does that make a difference, etc., etc., etc. Okay, so it says the Gemara Vaita. Two lines from bottom. Shvil dalad varm nixe balibatin nimsar in the malchus because of four things. The nechassim, the property, the uh, money of balibatim, of balibatim, of, of you know citizens, is given over to the malchus nimsar, like mesira. Nimsar and the malchus is given over to the malchus to the government. Almashe staros pruim for those who hold on to contracts that have been paid off. Because it just leads to problems. If it's been paid off, then either stamp it, you know, uh, you know, paid or rip it up. But the point is, is that holding on to um, paid off staros uh, contracts is not a good idea. Uh, but, right? Got those words? Obviously, because you're going to be either you'll intentionally, either you'll try to intentionally collect it again, or you'll accidentally collect it again. You know, there's just so many cases of, of of you know mistakes that have happened of people that just held on to a star, and then ten years later, you remember if he paid off or not, then you go ahead and demand the money from him. And exactly, yeah, there's. A, uh, there's a very famous story with the Rashash. Rashash in the back of the Gemara was actually a very wealthy person also. So he learned all day and he, he had a business on the side where he would lend people money and do other things. Um, and one of the stories are is that uh, he lent money to somebody, a poor person in the community, and this poor person uh, came back to pay it back on time and this is where the story is. And the Rashash is middle of learning and Rashash took the money and totally wasn't paying attention to what happened and forgot about it. So when he was looking at his books at some point later he noticed that so-and-so didn't pay him any money and he brought it to Basin, and they had a big din tyra, and there was no evidence at all that the so-and-so paid it off, and um, you know it was a big embarrassment for that family, and they had to pay the money again, and the person knew he was completely innocent, and he really was. He really did pay the money to the Rishash. And uh, several years later, or several months later, I don't remember the exact amount of time, he's learning the same exact Gemara he's learning that day, and he opens it up, and right there inside his Gemara is all that money. And he immediately, on his own, associated and said, oh gosh, you know, I was wrong this whole time. And um, he went ahead and obviously gave back all the money to that person, but he said, I want to make up for it because I understand that if I just make an announcement and say, really, I was guilty, he was innocent, everyone will be like, oh, wow, the Rosh Hashanah, even the Tzaddik, he's willing to take the blame. Like, how do I prove this? So he said, the only way I can really prove it is if I uh, have my child get engaged to his child. And even though the Rosh Hashanah was like the guttle of the city, this person was an you know, average family, so I don't remember if it's a son or daughter, whatever it was. But the point being is, is that that was the greatest proof that I really believe that he was innocent and I was guilty. And uh, the story is that he had his child get engaged to that person's child to make up for it. But again, that's what happens when you have un you know, you know, even even with the good old door, if there's a contract out there against you that says you owe money, you know, take back the star or you know, make sure it gets stamped paid or something like that, because otherwise, uh, all kinds of mistakes do in fact happen uh, that you know we hopefully should not allow it to happen. Um, Sorry, can we just go over the words again? Yes. Mm-hmm. So the words are. Mashhe, which means we, sh- like, we had the word shohe earlier also, like waiting, like, like you, know, you know, waiting means like holding. Holding, staros, contracts, pruim that have been paid, like perua is, uh, is paid. Val malve beribis, for those people that land with ribis. It's a no, 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 major no, no, lending with, uh, with obviously with interest. Uh, and then the al 
Shahaya Safik Sipik Biyadon Limchos Velo Michel. This is an interesting one. Uh, those who had Sipik Biyadon, Sipik Biyadon, that phrase means, um, I'll just translate it uh, loosely, the capability. Like Maspik. Maspik Biyadon, which means it was, they, they had the capability, Limchos, to make a Macha. You know, when someone's doing something wrong, to make a stand and to make a macha. Anybody have a good translation of a macha for me? It's not really a rebuke. A protest. Okay, protest is a good word. Good word. Uh, yeah, yeah, the ability to make a protest for lo michu, you not make that protest. So look at Rashi, interesting Rashi actually. Rashi says, These Balabatim, which means they, these, are, these are members of prominence in the community. They have the ability limchos, to protest the sinners of the generation, because their words would be listened to because of their wealth, because the people are afraid of them and they didn't make that macha, which apparently shows that already uh, 10,000 years ago is the wealthy people that wielded the power that people listen to them, but bottom line is that you have to uh, appreciate that Christ that you then have is that the, you know, I'm thinking right now of uh, you know like you know Ricky Roth and people like this is you know to their credit is that they realize that people listen to them and when it's a good cause and they need a little bit of pushing they in a very powerful way he's helping me personally with something right now and it's just it's a very impressive thing. Um, I would add also just this week someone told me about Tyra that says um, let's see if I can remember this very very quickly. Eluding me, eluding me. I forgot. I forgot what the question was based on. But basically, the Torah was that uh, the two of the alchets that we say on Yom Kippur. One of them is for the virus that we did personally. One of them is for the virus that we witnessed and we didn't try to stop. And that was the, just to speak, someone told me the Torah about that. The point being is, is that you know we do some, have some level of responsibility for it. And therefore, we have to be careful about it. And some do say that's the reason why all the alchets are actually in plural. Because even if you say I never do such a thing, well, if you witness such a thing happening, and on some level you're an enabler because you didn't try to stop it, then, uh, you know, unfortunately you have to clap your chest as well because you should have done something about it. Okay. And then finally, And the final one is those people that pledge money to tzedakah publicly and they don't end up giving it. And you have the big appeal. And it looks good. Oh, I pledged $10,000. And then they come back with the invoice. And uh, either I don't know what you're talking about or, you know, I'll get back to it later. But th- those people that do it publicly. So it's interesting things. Those who pledge privately, it's also bad. But the point being is, is like, at least don't go as far to gain credit from it. The one thing, if you, if you got nothing out of it, but to get the public covet out of it, and then on top of that, not go ahead and do it, you know, that's a problem. And again, these are four things that the, the key was, we said before, these are balabatim. Balabatim are people in positions of power, positions of prominence, the positions of covet. They're generally the people that uh, go out and ho- they're the ones who are lending a lot of money, therefore they hold on to their stars. They're the ones who are lending a lot of money, therefore they have ribbons. They're the ones who could make them a cause and they didn't. And finally, they're the ones that uh, are the ones who are making the pledges publicly. So a little bit of a warning to those people, you know, be careful about everything, but be careful about these four things specifically, otherwise it could be, uh, it could be problematic. Amarav, bishvil arbad varm balabatim yotzin letimion. How about that one? For four things, balabatim's money go to timion. Timion literally means to nothingness. You know, they, they go into the abyss. Um, that's what timion is. You know, they, they, they're, they're gone. They disappear. I guess you said the timion is a good, good word to disappear. So what are those four things that make people money disappear? Al kovshe schar sachir, those who 
are hold back the payment of their employees. So the word that means they don't pay their employees. The al oshke schar sacher oshke schar sacher is um, literally you you never pay them. Kovish is that you push off and you don't pay it right away. But oshek literally you just you you steal it. You never pay. That's the difference between kovish schar sacher and oshek schar sacher. Is that kovish is you hold it back, but eventually you'll pay them or you'll push them off or you make it hard for them. You don't pay it on time. Oshek schar sacher is that you actually push steal from them. Also porkin ol me al tzavareim the nosin al chavreim. They take off the yoke from their own shoulders and they put it onto the shoulders of other people. I guess they shirk their responsibilities. Rav Moshe, I know you're davening. We're about to finish. Just stand there and celebrate. Fine, you'll celebrate from afar. Okay. Valgasus um, haruach. And the final one is, is for being haughty. Rashi says, final Rashi, shem misgoim, they have gaiva, umistarin, and they have srara, which means they, they empower themselves. They are a sar. They make themselves a prince, a lord of other people. Alachem over their brothers, Bishul Ocean, because their wealth. Again, this little last parak is a little last uh, half an almond is important for wealthy people to see and just to, to manage their their attitude towards other people and, and not to be kabbalah gaivan to appreciate the gifts the Kodesh Baruch gave them. And again, if um, wealthy people do these four things: a) they hold back wages; b) they um, don't pay wages at all; c) they don't take the responsibilities that have been given to them and they shirk and give it to other people and indeed they have gaiva all four of those things cause unfortunately their money to disappear what is it, what is it, how much of this again goes to like we talked about before about not charging revis that's specific, specifically between a year and not a year here holding up wages I'm assuming it's not just that applies to anybody applies to anybody yeah, right? yeah so that, that's your personal requires yeah okay. yeah absolutely um yeah Pretty sure about anybody. Okay, I'm just saying some of these things are specifically. Actually, yeah, yeah. You know what? I don't remember now. I'm pretty sure it is, but yeah, but yeah. fine. Actually, I don't remember now. I have to, I have to remember. It's the right thing to do. Oh, that's for sure. Oh, that's no Shiloh. and and the Chil Hashem and the Chil Hashem, whatever. Yeah, no Shiloh. I just remember the actual din itself. Um, finally, finally, the Gasses Haruach Kineged Kulam, and the worst of all is having Gaiva. Who do you think you are to have gaiva? Hashem gave you a little bit of blessing of money. And to be a humble person is a very, very special thing. And, um, you know, for some reason, I really, really love uh, coming across uh, very, very wealthy people and very powerful people when they have a very humble demeanor. For some reason, just that contrast is, like, so pleasant. You know what I'm saying? And they so easily could have, you know, stoltz you out is the way they say it nowadays. They didn't. It's a very, very powerful thing. You know, I don't really know him to really comment about him, but I, I heard a speech the other night from Lester Crown. It was worth billions of dollars. And uh, it was a very, the, the presentation itself was a very humble presentation. He was uh, introducing uh, Stephen Nassiter, who's the president of the JUF, who's retiring after 40 years. But it was uh, at least, uh, sometimes you can feel a person, by the way, that they even speak publicly. And it was a very soft tone to it that, uh, you know, it, it was encouraging to see that, you know, it's possible to do such a thing. And it's definitely encouraged. Um, okay. Finally, the Gemara says, but those who are humble, it says about them, that the Anovim, the humble people, will inherit the land and they will have such pleasure and tremendous amounts of Shalom. Hadron Allah, Perkayoshan, Mazelta, Mazelta. I do believe we should do some sort of uh, you know, barbecue or something. It's, I'll turn it off right now, but. Uh,